Coming to you from that weird line between funny and strange, it's the Queer Centric with your host, Queer Lee Johnny. Hello, hello to a very cold day up where we record the show, but it is the Queer Centric and we are happy to have you. So that must mean it's it's Tuesday. So that's that... when we drop. And our guest today on my right is just just giving me the look of just just, just stop it. I was very confused. <laughs> Because time is a construct. <laughs> time is a construct. And I want to welcome, before we get into anything, talk about our week, all of that, I want to introduce the two beautiful people that are with me. One, all the way from Claremore, Oklahoma. Yeah, we don't count you, Tom. Tom's over here like, what am I? Chopped and liver. I mean, when you're... <laughs> I've seen your video, and, and you look very good. So I don't need to pump you up. I found my ankle, yeah. <laughs> you did, and that's important. In media, find your ankle. But, um, of course, we have Tanner, who is uh, someone I've known, and you're from Claremore, Oklahoma, and you're live on the phone. You're two hours different than us, and you still did the show. Yes. And you are yes, – I'm is, so uh, glad you're here. Well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm happy to be here. This is, this is really exciting. Like, I'm, I'm pumped. Like, whatever you – like. Because whenever you talk to me about when we talked about me being on the show, I was like, yeah. because because my thing is, I, I I when you started it, I was like, I would love to contribute. Of course, I am I am the token straight guy. Yes, but you're an ally that is part yeah. of our community. I, well, I and and as as I said on TikTok, I am I am flaming straight. You are flaming straight. Also, this is what I love about Tanner. So I've known Tanner. We did a a, a play together years and years ago. Uh, this is the kind of uh, straight guy that everybody, every straight guy needs to be. He sends me a picture one day out of nowhere to show me his <laughs> ass and jeans. He says, I think this looks good. And I'm like, I think you're right. And that is comfortable with your masculinity. He knew who to come to to ask about it, right? He, of Hell course yeah. he knew. He's like, Jonathan, he's a big old ho. He, he said, Jonathan, you're an ass man. Go ahead and tell me what you think. <laughs> he's not a dummy. He knows me. And I think more men need to be that, that comfortable. Um, and before we get into more stuff, I also want to welcome a returning guest. Laura, Laura Stars, how are you? Uh, great. Uh, obviously, you were drunk the last time because I don't know why you decided <laughs> that it was okay to come back. <laughs> or she drunk this time. I will yeah, yeah, not exactly. let you paint me in a negative light. Uh, <laughs> Who said it's negative? But yeah, to be drunk. <laughs> you know what? Fair. You were sloshed <laughs> last time, right? <laughs> yeah, I was you know, so trash. I'm I'm never sober when I'm on the air. I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, what? Well, I told <laughs> no, last week. I told Jonathan I I had to finish a, b- a glass of wine because he was uh, he was outside my house, and uh, yes. that really helped set my mood really yeah. well for the for the podcast. I went week. to pick him up, and he's like, listen. You don't waste wine. I am a full supporter of that for you. Well, we had we had like, a friend over, and they said this bottle is almost empty. Yeah, it's looking it's looking gross on the counter just finish it and then they filled a glass of wine to the top and said oh your car's here you better get going right right people say that to me when there's like a case of wine that isn't finished Jonathan just drink it all before you go oh sure because everybody knows I can handle half a wine cooler and then I'm out I am I am the lightest weight you don't even know my friends have made fun of me for years but it also means I have a way great time that didn't spend a lot of money when I go out that's yeah you're a cheap perfect yeah yeah. So welcome, you both. Thrilled that you guys are here. We're going to talk Thank about you. just rando things, which is my favorite thing Love it. to talk about. And before we start, okay, Halloween just happened. <laughs> I, you guys, who did, did you, Laura, did you do anything? No. Yeah. Are you sure? No. <laughs> she she was drinking a lot as we <laughs> as we've established. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, I, I was You little, did do something. I was a little tipsy. Oh, oh, I was right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Tom's like, I nailed it. So did you like do something like go to a, a, a gathering or did you? No, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm over 30. We don't we gather. Don't, we don't it's do exhausting. That. It um, is. Yeah. One of my coworkers was telling me about what she did for Halloween and how they stood outside um, a, a club for an hour and paid a cover <gasps> to get in. I was like... Oh, I remember no, those days. No. Oh. Well, it was on, you know how it was on Monday. So people went out during the weekend. Yeah. I forgot that that's a thing. And I had to go downtown Ooh, no. and mm-hmm. went to this thing at this theater downtown called the Magic Lantern. And I ran into so many college kids dressed. And I'm just like, oh, I'm tired now. Just you watching you. It was awful. It was so, there were so many people. And I'm just like, just seeing you guys makes me want to take a nap. Oh, was that for film babies? That was <laughs> for film baby. Yeah. So we went to a, a lovely place in town that does um, um, indie 
movies, and one of our fi- friends, who we call Film Baby because he's so young, but he makes movies, made a new, uh, it was a horror flick, about 40 minutes long, that we went to see. Yes. Can, and listen, I love film. I love anybody who's going to do independent work. Um, that, that's where I'm going to keep that comment. Because <laughs> it was nice. Hey, it, was, it was open <laughs> for interpretation. I was happy to be invited. It was an interesting experience. Not, yeah. a, not, a, not a bad... It was really well shot. I will say that. Oh my uh, God. The I, sound I, I'm, I'm and gonna, the video. I'm not going to pretend I understood what the message was yeah. or what the, what the plot was. Uh, but I enjoyed being there, and right. and the seats were really comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> and there, and sometimes that's that's all you need. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Um, Tanner, did you do anything for Halloween? Um, I didn't. Um, I just kind of uh, I I sat in and I watched. I just watched horror movies. See, um, these are my people. I we didn't go waste time. I watched. So there was a because I've been kind of out of the the loop on movies and shows uh, for a long time because again, not trying to get into my own personal drama, but no I just didn't have as much access to stuff when I was married. Right. So um, I'm finally getting caught up and I, I watched uh, all Hallows Eve. What is that? Which is a, it's a, it's a anthology horror film and it's, it's what led to the uh, current film series terrifier, which, oh. uh, has the has like a new horror icon named Art the Clown. Is that the so movie that makes people pass oh, out and throw and up? throw up in that order? Yes, it is. So it the is the, really the sequel Terrifier Two came out recently, and it has been getting a lot of buzz. I've heard and, about that actually. Oh, I I mean, the friend that made me drink the wine is also really into horror movies. That's a good so. friend. <laughs> and what I know, right? <laughs> what is the goal of making people so I guess scared that they throw? Up? Or is it a disgusting like someone got killed I'm in a bad it's way? Disgusting, right? They, so they, they up the gore factor. From I'm what guessing I that's saying. Oh, yeah, like, that makes sense. It's probably like Saw on steroids, which is oh. saying something. That is saying something. Yeah. I'm over here thinking, oh, maybe they're just so scared that they spontaneously pass can you out. Ma- can you imagine an old woman? Because I don't do horror movies. That can you imagine an old woman instead of her going, oh, she goes, <laughs> and then just collapses. Ex- exactly. That could be a trauma response. You know, yeah. trauma comes out in different ways. Fight, flight, exactly. uh, freeze. freeze, or yeah. uh, vomit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. I'm not as... I, I'm not as big of a gore hound as some people. Like, I will do like the bad, cheesy, clearly fake yeah. gore. Yeah, give me that. Yeah. I, see, I'm not big on Saw and I'm not really big yeah. on Hostel and stuff like that. No. Um, I'm what that about guy Hereditary? Who or already... Her- Hereditary? Oh, I heard about that one. That I, I yeah. like her- Okay, so <laughs> I liked Hereditary. It was okay. Um, I kind of hate the, the, the term that's become popular the the term elevated horror i'm not oh really my God. Yeah, it, stupid yeah because then it makes all the other horror movies it makes it seem like those are all garbage and trash and like well, that matter and i'm like i mean in all fairness that's what they wanted us to to think everything else sucks but what yeah. i'm it's doing just it's just marketing right it's just and then the, exactly. there's going to be hyper elevated horror and then there's going to be <laughs> right magnified hyper elevated yeah. horror and... avant-garde and <laughs> yeah is so it's like oh this horror has horror. something to say and i'm like all horror has something to say right just, Sometimes it's it's just, but sometimes it's just fun and it's entertainment. Yeah. Like, I I just, I just, I don't want to, I don't always want to go to see a movie to think. Sometimes I just want to sit back with my popcorn and just. Thank you very much. Do you know where I draw the line though? I just had this conversation with a coworker today uh, talking about movies that you just watch for enjoyment and, and you don't have to think. And, their response to me is that's why I watch Hallmark holiday movies. And then I threw up spontaneously on the, cause I'm like, no, that's, that's too far. That I, is a hard line. Yeah, so, exactly. Okay. You, funny you bring that up. It's yeah. not a Hallmark movie. It's like one of the other big companies, but they recently shot a Christmas movie in Claremore with Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, so it's for her. She has a network. Yeah. Where she does that. Are you serious? Hey, did yes, you go out for shot, it? You could have been they, in it. Um, I didn't even know about it until they were shooting. Wow, that's because like, nobody knows about her stuff. I knew nothing stuff. about it. <laughs> and uh, from like from what I understand, they pretty much just shot like one scene. Wow. And like Claremore, Claremore was, like, downtown Claremore is going to be the stand-in for the town <laughs> during the They holidays. were going for it. Like, 
I talked about how there's formula today at work. They were going, they have to find a small town that someone from the big city has moved to yes. with their daughter or son because they're single parents. I mean, this is how it goes. So Claremore would be the small town they're going to. They run into their oh, yeah. high school sweetheart. Yes, that they haven't seen. And you have to spill coffee on them or you're not going to get married. Oh, stupid as Tom is, Tom and I, I know. I hate those. I mean, and- and he, he, he has some nice blue collar job. But for oh, of the, course. For the holiday yeah. season, well, it was like, brown after the coffee got spilled. But... <laughs> he's, and she spilled it high. She's like, in the face. Ugh. Yeah. I think that's, I'm not a big fan. I'm not going to say of Candace. I'm, I'm going to be honest. But, but I did just talk about, that's so hey. crazy. And we talked about her at work too. What is happening? We are in the Matrix right now. <laughs> Can it's a <laughs> shitty form of the Matrix, Wait, but we're there. Who's can, was she on Full House? Yes. She's the, she used to be on The View. She's, she's very... She hosted America's Funniest Home Video. Care. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> she's Kurt yes, Cameron's she sister. Yeah. Uh, Has Kurt here yet? Isn't he coming because he wants to ruin our lives? He's coming to Spokane, what? by Kurt the way. Kurt Cameron? Yeah, he's doing uh, one of his Christian rallies no. here in Spokane. What? And again, I spontaneously threw up. I used to watch all his movies as a kid. I, just, I love I it. I every time I every time I say something, Laura looks at uh, Daniel, the intern, and she's like, "Can you fact check that?" Because Jonathan sometimes says crazy it's shit. Just very shocking. And yeah, like, I read it. No, do not come here. Yes, he's gross. He's yeah, so I read gross. it. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the worst. All right, class, class, settle down. I'm your new state appointed teacher, Miss Anita. Anita Break. Uh, what happened to Mr. Passionate and Underpaid? That's a weird name. Well, it was decided that his teaching techniques did not fit well with this new regime. I mean, guidelines. Miss Brake, my name is Madison, and I'm the smartest in the class. That could be a problem. I'm going to help you out. Okay, so Mr. Underpaid was teaching us about the civil rights movement of the 50s and the 60s. Oh, yeah, wow. and we were learning about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King. Oh my God, that's that's a, that's a lot of names. You're, you're just throwing names. And Malcolm me. X and critical race uh, theory. Yeah, uh, words are important, and we do not use those words. The walls may have ears. So the civil rights movement was a brief misunderstanding in history where we all got together and decided, whoops, some people aren't happy. But what about the Jim Crow laws and systemic racism in the criminal justice system and in education? Oh, someone reads way too much. Uh, speaking of reading, why don't we move on to a less problematic subject? Like reading. Oh, we've been reading My Two Dads. Oh, why don't we, uh, we do a different book? Um, I'd hate to jump in the middle of one you've been working on with your old teacher. Oh, oh, well, next is genderqueer. Like hell it is. I mean, maybe that isn't appropriate at this time. Uh, Mr. Underpaid said we should learn about all the people that make up the world. Well, why don't we just let the wise lawmakers tell us what important people make up our world? That sounds weird. As a great poet once said, ours is not to reason why. Ours is but to do and die. What? So so don't think for ourselves, just do what we're told? Uh, That's dumb. Yeah. (sighs) Why don't you just entertain yourselves for a bit? I need a fucking break. Oh, I need a break. I just got that. Okay, okay. We're going to we're going to move on in a second, but Tom, did you actually do something cuz I feel like you would have the best chance here? Because of what? Cuz you're younger. Cuz you're you Oh, is that the is youth. that the only That's yeah. the um, only litmus test I'm going on. Is you probably have more energy than us. Well, I also have a job, so I <laughs> okay. I I, I did that. I actually it's funny. <laughs> I was home before you know, before I went to my job uh, in the yeah. evening and we had kids showing up and we both realized we don't have any candy in the house. We somehow <laughs> did not remember to grab some. So you're like, we, here's we had, some paper towels from the kitchen. We literally, I'm sure you can use those. We had some keto here's bars. A glass of wine. You did not. Had some you keto were the house bars. that gave out keto bars. So for the they first two, hate you. Into, we, we had like two left. So we gave them to like, you know, the, f- the first two kids. And then after that, we had to tell oh. them, sorry, I, I have a ring doorbell. Yeah. So I was, keto I was like, bars. sorry, we ran out of candy. <laughs> and then the kids were like, what? 
And I was like, yeah, they're yeah. Like, and they're yeah. looking. They're looking at their watches. They're like, it's six thirty. They're like, yeah. how that? How that? Happened? Wait, did you leave your porch light on? Well, it comes on automatically. Oh, see, that was the problem. So That's the next year, uh, I did realize afterwards. I do have. I do. I did set up um, like holiday like like fairy lights like uh, yeah uh, you know and so those were on so maybe yeah. I, if I'd have unplugged That's those so kids would have I yeah. have to tell you I uh, yes I love my nieces and nephews but they're the only kids I would give candy to the first thing Whoa. I did when I got home was I ran and got my dog I'm like you have to pee now because we're <laughs> shutting the door <laughs> no kids here and I'm in such an inviting neighborhood so okay. and they're walking down the Centennial Trail I see kids in costumes oh, I'm like no. this is not not on my watch. I will say I got more kids the year I didn't have candy than any of the years before <laughs> of when course. I was prepared. They knew yeah. it. They knew and it. I, and I, it, it bites me in the butt because I get, always get bad candy just to give kids candy. Right. And then yeah. I'm stuck with it. Whereas this year, I would have gotten rid of exactly. it. Exactly. Well, and this year, you, next year is where you'll find out the ramifications of giving out keto bars. I'm just oh, letting you know the yeah. kids, they, they share notes. They, they share. Remember. Yeah. They remember. They'll remember. Yes. Like you think they only remember when you gave out the full candy bar? They also remember. It's a whole. When you gave it's them a, a whole candy bar, even if it is keto, it tastes okay. Right. Uh, and the other thing, do you know what I they saw? Somebody okay. did. Someone put a. Uh, I love the people who put out a bowl of candy for the honor system. <laughs> These kids are high on sugar. There is no honor system, but they put a whole bowl out and then they put a potato on yes, the bowl. I and, saw that. And yeah, and like a ton of kids actually took the potato. They I kept having want, to put the potato back, and I I'm like, that's because they're like, this is weird. Kids uh, like weird. I, I've seen kids. There, there's a there's a there's like a half a gallon. There's like a gallon like bowl. A kid walks up with a pillowcase, just empties it and leaves. It just, yeah, I I, I don't trust too. kids. No. Uh, yeah, I'd it's be watching. Better them. not to trust children. No. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows kids are terrible. <laughs> like, you heard it. That's here. how that's how that's how we're gonna cap off this Halloween now. <laughs> kids yeah. are Summer. terrible. This is your only takeaway from this What's show. funny is that I I do well with children, but I can't stand them. I hope you do well with children. <laughs> it's important. I, well, what's weird is like one of my dreams, one of my dream jobs was actually a kid's show host when I was oh, younger. wow. That takes a lot of energy. That's all I can think. I'm like, oh, I'm well, so tired. But I, I'd want to be more like along the lines of a key from Blue's Clues or a Mr. <sighs> Rogers and I don't actually have to interact right? with any yeah. of them. <laughs> Except I wanted to sleep with Steve from Blue's Clues. I didn't want to sleep with Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I just Wait. wanted to say that because I thought he was so cute. Didn't Blue's Clues start in like the 90s? I How old do you? Thank yeah. you. No, let me stop and say bless you. Thank you. You're right. I wasn't old enough. What was I thinking? <laughs> We're not talking about that I was a teenager or anything and graduated high school. No, of course not. So, Tanner, you basically want to play with toys like in front of the camera. Like, I, I could do that. A lot of people are doing that on OnlyFans Listen. nowadays. <laughs> really? Wow. You playing Dude, with toys well, in front of cameras. This is what I have to say about Tanner I, that you people don't know is I think he needs to be a professional photographer when it comes to toys. The things he does with an action figure, and I don't oh, mean for OnlyFans. action fans. figure. I mean, okay, I see what you're saying. He, it's amazing. I've yeah, never seen I, anything like it. So, pretty, because... I'm an action figure collector, but yeah. I'm not like a snob about it. Like some people, I I just like playing with action figures. Still, I didn't. It's something that that I never grew out of. Right. And my brother used to give me crap about it, and he was just like, he's like, he's like, you're you're not going to keep playing with toys into your 20s, are you? I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. And I just found a new way to play. I I I just do my photography, and you know, I just pose them and do these. I, I it's just it's a just something fun for me to do, and it's. I, I, cause like the thing about action figures is that because you can pose them, there's so yeah. much cool stuff you could do. And action figures have come such a long way. Oh yeah. Right? Like since the 90s. Since Star Wars. I mean, I'm looking at, right. I, well, what's I'm, amazing. I'm looking at my snake eyes figure. Yeah. yeah. Like that I have on, I, that I have right here. And I have him in this like crouched pose with like one hand in front of the other and his sword like hanging in the in yeah. back. Like. I couldn't have done that with the G.I. Joe when I was younger. Oh, no. But well, what's now... amazing to me about your pictures is that there's action in them, and yet these things aren't moving. And yet, I just am amazed at that talent. You have this eye for it. And so one day, you can tell your brother, well, uh, when you make as much money as I do taking pictures of action figures, you can criticize. Because <laughs> it's really good. They well, are really good. And now, I, w I will say, though, sometimes it can, like, one picture, it can take me up to 15 minutes to so set it up. You also have patience. Um, I don't. Uh -oh. Yeah, because <laughs> if I'm, especially if I'm taking a picture outside, um, like the shots I took out by those rocks, uh, yeah. which has kind of become my favorite spot, like during a windy day, it is, it takes a lot of patience oh, and yeah. time 
to get that perfect pose and I'll, I'll have it. And then I'm getting my camera ready and I'm getting it focused. And the moment I'm about to snap mm-hmm. that shot, the wind you cook exactly. and just pits That's it over. That's when you get that gorilla glue out. Yeah, right? But it then you have staying. to leave it there. That's <laughs> You're like, this uh, rock is your home now. Yeah. For for, uh, for those of you watching, I will be putting some of these yes. photos on screen just to show how for cool real, this so stuff is. So you can is. see how cool. Yeah. yeah. And then let's get some fan, fans for, for Tanner. Okay. So now. Well, thank you. Oh, it's worth it. Uh, very worth it. So, oh, really quick before we move on. Remember Film Baby? I, I kind of don't remember. What, I don't remember his name. Neither do I. <laughs> so he, we will put that on screen. <laughs> yes. In, in, he, did, he started the very first independent Northwest Film Fest that we, Laura and I, went to this year. And uh, he's also was starring in the movie that we were talking about earlier. But I want to say he's going to be on the show in a few weeks because they're going to finally announce... Oh. When the due date is, if you are an aspiring filmmaker and want to submit to our first independent film fest in uh, the Inland Northwest, we're going to tell you just how you do that. And Laura and I never planned to learn his name because next year when we go, we're just going to have T-shirts made that say hashtag film baby. Film baby. Yeah. And I talk to my friend Joe all the time. <laughs> He's like, should I tell him you guys call him that? Like, <laughs> we're not ashamed. Do it. He's I, a yeah. film baby. He's a film baby and he's doing great work. So we support you. Um, so, and everybody in the Spokane area, please support the Magic Lantern. Uh, I love that they do this kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we want to keep them going. Okay. Important. In, it is that time of year. I know Laura's, Laura's feelings. Uh, vote. Oh. Did you vote, Laura, already? Actually, or are you still I, doing? I have my ballot I uh, with me to turn it in. <gasps> nice. I just, because um, the library has a box, right? Yes, they do. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, you're like, I hope so. I thought, I thought you were going to blame us. I would be voting if I didn't have to be here on the podcast. <laughs> I wasn't a guest on this. I did. Yeah, and Tom, you did. I, I did. Think, is what you told me. Yeah. Yep, yep. And I made, I made sure, and this is, I'm such a bully, but I don't care. I just want people to do what they want. But if they're going to vote, I, I would highly support voting. Curter, Curter, producer extraordinaire, he's nodding at me. We didn't, he doesn't get a microphone today, but he, he voted. What about putting him on the spot? Daniel, our new intern, and he voted. Listen, it's a good room. Love to Tanner, see are you it. voting down there? Yes. Oh, yay. I was worried for a minute. Was Pregnant pause there. <laughs> we, we, because we got to get spit out. I am, yeah. I am, I am, I, we need a change. Because yeah. that's, again, one of the bad things about living in Oklahoma is just we, we put idiots in charge. I, yes. And they're like so proud of it I, down I, there. Oh, I know. And yeah. I, you know, guys, I, I try not to talk about politics. I'm not a very political right. guy. Right. But just, it's one of those things when you see an idiot, you 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 know it. And <laughs> I mean, you would think we did have a, a, about four years of an idiot, but oh, you know, it's fine. Well, it's stupid is a stupid does. Exactly. Say. Exactly. I we are just. I always tell my brother. My brother are typically uh, opposed on the same things. Like we get along so well, but we don't vote the same. But he said such a, a great thing. They're teaching their eighteen-year-old. Uh, the importance of voting, and he goes, and I'm not going to influence him. The important wow. thing is that you just vote. So let me help you learn how to vote, and you vote what is your conscience. Wow. That's all I'm asking. That's very progressive, just to not, not forcing that's your kid to vote with what you yeah, agree with. Awesome. I know. That's because that's my mm-hmm. brother's pretty awesome. So I'm pretty proud of that statement. And I'm proud of my nephew for voting in his very first. And yes, it's the midterms, but just because it's the midterms doesn't mean it's not as important. Yeah, I feel like we need to get rid of this notion that, uh, you know, the elections at the local level that like directly affect you should not be paid attention right. to. Exactly. Because you're going to make yeah. more change grass, grassroots like, wise than Joe you're Biden going to. Joe Biden doesn't care about anyone in Spokane. No. Who no. cares? And yeah, he would only stomp this ground if there was a, some contentious race going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know who uh, we need to get rid of is CMR. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's important if you have opinions, that's why you vote. Like, whatever you vote, that's why you vote. Oklahoma, like, Tanner is so progressive when, because I lived down there for a few years. Uh, so I, I would love to see more of that type of person voting down there, but just vote. That's all I'm saying. So I wanted to make sure we said that on the show because we, we talked about how important this was. So get your, get your ballots in. This is good. Now let me tell you, you a little nightmarish Halloween story oh, no. called Jonathan Went to the Dentist. And Jonathan was at the dentist for four fucking hours. And that's not including waiting in that. That's me in the chair while they torture me for four 
hours. And this is what I get afterwards. The dentist is like, because I'm sitting there thinking, I have my headphones on. I'm listening to Shania Twain. Everything's good. Um, but it's taking forever. And so I'm like, okay, well, I can tip typically keep my anxiety in but when you're hitting that fourth hour mark you're like i'm obviously going to die and they don't want to tell me so i'm freaking out and this is what the dentist says after it's done well you know what you were a challenge well no shit it's four hours i've been here a challenge and you say you say thanks (laughs) it was a nightmare like i'm on pain pills now because it still hurts from yesterday um was it a routine Thing. No, not for me because I like to be super special. <laughs> and so they had to do this thing they call scaling or deep cleaning, which so they numb up half your and they can't do it all at once. You can do half your mouth. So because it's so intense. So they numb your and I had one cavity. So they numb up and have to do this under the gum line, weird shit, right? And then it was the cavity that did it because I can't have normal because I like to be an overachiever and make sure people remember who I am. You mean a drama queen? Because it's me. Yeah, drama queen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's accurate. That's accurate. And so he's like, "Well, your cavity wasn't like everybody else's." Oh, well, like, but what did he? So typically they have to go down from the top. The cavity they can work it that way. Mine was down from the top. And also, we're going to do a little on this side. Oh, and then a little on the side over here where it's ankle. And he goes, uh, by the way, you're going to be super sensitive to temperature. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. How long is that going to is that going to happen? Um, that's just how it is now. <laughs> I was like, that's just your oh. Life now? oh. oh my he goes, God. yours was a very interesting. Yeah. So four, who wants to spend four hours? Oh, and guess what? I get to go back in two weeks for the other side of my mouth. Sweet. So I'm going to be prepared no to right? full on. And I have a cavity on that side with the cleaning. And I'm like, so I hate myself is what you're saying. I, I want to torture. <laughs> if he was a dick or they weren't nice, it would have been worse. Because you know there's dentists out there that are just not very good at bedside manners. So I'm thankful oh, yeah, to no, my, for the For the first yeah. time, you didn't want the dick in your cavity. <laughs> yeah, I know. For the very first time. <laughs> It's the first time that happened. My mom was like, finally. But yeah. Well, I, I, have, a, I have a very traumatic history with uh, dental work, actually. You I, do? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my All my teeth were basically put in upside down and backwards and in the roof of my mouth and stuff like that. It, like, that's just how I was born. It's wow. makes me think maybe, I, maybe I'm like a product wow. of incest or something. My You're teeth are right. that bad. It, it, uh, you so have they, the Habsburg chin? They, is that what you're saying? Essentially. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if you think I look bad now, you, you should have seen me then. The, oh, they, they had to, you would uh, never know, they had to cut know. away gum and t- tie to a chain oh. and then pull a tooth down from the roof of my mouth. Wait, nope. tie? Into a chain? Yeah, they had to. They had to take a chain and pull, slowly, link by link, pull the tooth out <laughs> so of my mouth that, over time. That oh new horror movie, and then is they actually had to, based partly on what you went through. And then they had to turn the tooth forty-five <laughs> degrees. Uh, and then they had to um, give me a palate expander. Oh, those are uh, awful. And then they had to pull three wisdom teeth. The insurance didn't oh. approve the fourth. I guess it was okay. <laughs> They're like, we're just going to take a few. See, and then how they old? figured out that it, they were baby teeth and shit. They have to do this in another year. Well, I didn't get any dental work until I was about 12 years old. Whoa. 11 or 12. So wow. they, between that age and probably about 17 is when all this stuff happened. I feel bad for dentists, That's but traumatic. at the same time, they are in an industry that causes us a lot of pain. I had the wisdom teeth, actually. I have until to recently. say... I mean, you wouldn't know now, so the, it worked, but boy, it sounds absolutely Now I'm getting horrible. picky. One, one of the teeth was gray, and I got that fixed. One tooth's in a wonky spot, and maybe someday I'll get that fixed. But yeah. it's not. It's not. It's more of a vanity thing that it would right. be a practical thing. So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not rushing. Because it. it sounded like it was pretty much a wreck. Oh yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was a. It was a car crash in there. It, oh it, it, yeah. So it's. It's. I guess. I, I can speak. I can eat. So that's all <laughs> right. I should really yeah, worry exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. We're glad yeah. about that. Yeah. Tanner, have you had good or bad experiences with dentists? So, um, my mom actually, she worked for two dentists, um, as, uh, doing like uh, clerical work growing up. So the dentist was, was just commonplace for me. Oh, wow. Um, and it like, to the point where I remember there would be, there was one day when, uh, I was, it was, in, I was in high school and I get a call from my mom right after, like right at, at school gets out. And my mom said, Hey, you have a cleaning today. And I said, I didn't, I didn't know I had one scheduled. She goes, well, you didn't, but we had a spot come open. So I just decided to book you in for a cleaning. Oh, there's no surprise dentistry happening. Here. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So if, if there was ever an open spot, my mom would just slide me in oh, no. to just go, mm-hmm. just go in and just get my teeth looked at and cleaned out. 
No man. But the thing is, is usually it was usually cleaning. My the good thing is because my mom did work for a dentist, my teeth were usually taken care of. Right. Um, so you didn't go in with surprise with, cavities. They, no, I I never see that's the thing because my mom worked for a dentist. We it was a very strict take care of your teeth household. It was oh. you know she we were see? brushing you know in the yeah. morning and before bed. We were flossing. We were doing wow. all this and that. Hard and then core. once I get out on my own, it's it's like, you know, I brush. I try to brush at least once a day, but that doesn't always work out. Right. But right. Well, it, but but like I I hide my teeth from my mom anytime I go. Anytime <laughs> I went. You put in these fake guards that you put on your teeth. The veneers. You yeah, always like, put a grill in. You're just like, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just down with the. I remember one day my mom, she was like, she's like, Tanner, why do you talk with your lips like that? I go, because I don't want you to. It's none of your business, mom. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I have no teeth. Don't worry about it. I, and I have to say, you know what? I, we grew up in that family too. Like we always brush our teeth. I didn't have a cavity till I was 30. And then my teeth were like, you know what? Fuck you. And it was like from 30 on, it's been hell on earth. (laughs) But they gave me 30 years of of nicety and now those days are over well if you were in the dentist every other week like tanner then you, you maybe you could have avoided that I you know, know. <laughs> do you love do you love dentist laura um you have no. nice oh you don't okay i hate the dentist um and i try to take really good care of my yeah teeth. i was gonna say looks like a good grill you got there um what? i did have braces when i was younger yeah. and um, the dentist <laughs> did float the fact that maybe my mouth is too small and needed to also split the roof of my mouth. And <gasps> that Using palate was, expander. Yeah, and then I was no. like, I'm never gonna. It's awful. To my like sister that. would scream every time they'd have to turn the key. No, that no. sounds awful. I told my mouth is too Ugh. small, but they never offered that, and I'm glad. I've never thought like, that about you. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've. I'm like they looked at me like you're loud enough. Let's not encourage. Let's let's not encourage. Yeah, they were like. We actually have a palate narrower that we're gonna try. (laughs) (laughs) Or actually, have you heard where you wire the mouth shut? Because well, you haven't broken your jaw, but we're gonna try. We're thinking about it. It's like a chastity belt, but for your mouth. (laughs) Exactly. And the mom keeps the key and never gives it back. If you guys have dental stories, uh, good, bad, the ugly, please feel free to share them with us. I love to hear them. I just don't want to see them yeah or go through it myself Ooh, that'd be fun if we get some stories we could read them maybe next time there can i tell you i once watched it this is horrible but i watched a horror film when i was like late 20s that was called uh i think it was called vagina it's just called tinta i thought and it was about vagina teeth yeah yeah i thought it was just called teeth i think my favorite thing it the old old one I don't know. Oh, maybe not the old one. I thought yeah, there was a new one that was way... just called teeth. Oh, no, no, no. There oh. was one way back there. And I love that Lars is like, oh, yeah, that's vagina teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> um, I'm in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. But yes, I want to hear. But before we move on to what we're going to talk about today, I did want to talk about something that because they just extended nominations to the 14th, I just read. Oh. And Lara, you are our, our expert of women, women of Achievement Awards. Women's achievement we're gonna yeah. pivot from vagina teeth over to women's <laughs> achievement yeah you know it's a really great you segue. know we're great at segues here. all women should have vagina teeth no um <laughs> yeah so i uh you know to to pay bills and stuff i work at ywca spokane which yeah. is not the gym so get no that right get yeah that right. it's not the gym I we love share that. a building with them but that's the tagline it's <laughs> it's not the gym we're not the gym uh <laughs> Yeah, we, we own the building, but we share it with them because we're yeah. very nice. Yes, um, right. And um, every March, we have the Women of Achievements Awards and have women in, in different sectors be you know honored for the work that they're doing in, in their community. Um, and yeah, our nominations have been extended until the 14th. I am actually on the nominations committee. Nice. Um, because you know they want to make sure that it's not just all white women being yes, honored. Exactly. Yes, they needed <laughs> you know, needed a woman of color it's in time. there. Yeah, you know, so some would be like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, because um, every time their picture comes out, they're like, oh, we didn't look at that. Yeah, her teeth are the same color as her skin again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what do so how do the nominations work? What, what do you mean? What is women of achievement because they're taking nominations to the 14th? Yeah, so yeah. um, there's a <laughs> you're like nomination. What are we talking about? Can uh, <laughs> be more specific. Um, s- there's a uh, submission form on the website, and we're going to be putting the website up. Um, 
usually it, there's no requirement for like any kind of documentation or letters right. of support or anything like that. Um, but they say at least, you know, three pieces and it can be, um, you know, articles, any kind of coverage, any kind of, you know, letter just talking about the work that they've done in the community. And it can be from a group of people. It can be from an individual. I love that. Um, yeah. And then, um, we're going to go through the process of scoring them all. I don't know how long the process is going to take. And then, um, well, apparently to March. <laughs> so. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and these meetings that we have, um, to kind of, um, what we've been working on mostly is like the promotion of it. And then we're going to talk about the process, but they're every week right now at 8 a.m. Oh. And I'm <gasps> just like, 8 a.m. How? I hope this stops soon. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, let's just pick. And I want to know though, so you have this committee and you're trying to, uh, <laughs> you have a diversity yes. there. Are, are you the diversity in that group or are we, we, we're pretty good. I don't, uh, no, <laughs> I, uh, there is someone from the Kalispell tribe. I oh, believe. nice. That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, more uh, than one is a, is a start. You know, that's good for Spokane standards, right? Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because we're going to put the link up as well, but there are amazing women in our community that work hard uh, and do great work. And so I think it's inc- it's good to hear your community say, hey, we see you and we think it's amazing. Yeah, and we've been um, really pushing, you know, for, for younger women and women in, like, the government sector and that kind of right. stuff. Um, so... Yeah, it's, and I just looked at the nominations that we have so far, and there's actually like a pretty good, pretty good number of them, nice. which is really awesome because it does take a lot of work to, and a lot of thought, you know, to to put into a nomination. Yeah. Um, and I was, I mean, I was really surprised and delighted to see some people that I know being nominated, <gasps> nice. but even more people that I don't know. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Like, that you get to learn about I what know the who heck. You are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's going to be exciting to go through, through the scoring and, and that stuff. And then before the award ceremony, um, the, all the nominees, um, past nominees as well, get time to hang out together. Oh, nice. it's, it's like an Oscar, like, the Oscar luncheon. Is. Yeah. It's yeah. very nice. So I think I get to be a part of that. And I'm like, oh, yay. Well, I'm excited. Uh, you would reach out to me and I thought this is a good, this show comes out before the 14th and we can put things up on our oh, website perfect. as well. And we encourage, uh, take please, part please, in your please. community. It's not just about voting, although please do voting pl- politics, but it's about, you know, be involved in your, the community around you. So, um, I love that. Okay. So I want to get to a topic we've talked about, but is back again, back, back, back again. Um, we talked about, I think on the show you were on Laura about queer baiting. So you, literally you only invite me back when we talk about <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I just want your opinion on all the queer baiting. <laughs> no, this came out, there was this thing. Okay. So this is a show, Kurt, you've watched Heartstopper on Netflix. I won't watch it. Not because I'm sure it's not good, but I don't do that romantic crap. Also, I don't, young don't people watch scare it. Me. Like, Jonathan doesn't is. believe in love. So I don't yeah. believe in, I'm very jaded and I'm okay with it. I'm like, screw that. Uh, it was very cutesy. I then, heard yeah, that it was. And I was like. I guess I like that for you, but like <laughs> exactly mm. for you, that's okay. Well, Kit Connor uh, is one of the the gentleman actors who's in that. He plays a gay guy. Uh, I guess at the end of the series, he falls in love with the love interest dude or whatever. Um, and Kit Connor was recently, uh, f- he says, forced to come out as bisexual. He did this on Twitter because he was being accused by fans of queer baiting of because they saw a picture of him holding hands with a co-star of another movie. And that person was a female. And so they're like, how dare you pretend you were gay on Heartstopper, which we love. And now you held hands with a woman. How dare? So they forced it. So he finally, he felt pigeonholed, like cornered. And he had to say, listen, I am bisexual. I don't know whose business it is, but my own, but I have to do it. So this brings up this interesting conversation of queer baiting, which personally I feel like, I don't think it's about gay people doing this. I feel like partly it's Hollywood trying to force an agenda of, because, ooh, let's make a controversy over this. Is he gay or is he straight guy? But also, the rabid fan base that a lot of these things have, and I mean rabid, they, they feel like they have some sort of right 
to go after people. So I want to talk about this idea again of queer baiting, especially in light of someone who was just forced out of the closet, so to speak. And listen, fans, you don't even know if it's true or not. And doesn't matter. Well, how, how old is this guy? 18. 18. Okay, that's what I He's, thought. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it... He said he felt like he was forced to. Yeah. Um, does does he expand upon that because of the he was being harassed? Is that the, he was being harassed on Twitter? So he left Twitter and it's like you know what I'm out because they were coming at him and then it it didn't stop and he he felt like well the only way I'm going to get these people off my back is to just admit that I'm bisexual and so he jo- rejoined Twitter and said here I feel like you're forcing me to do this but it's just what you want I am bisexual but it's nobody's business mm. and then and so he came back to do that. Whether it's true or if it's not true, I don't think is the real issue here. I think it's this. I love that we're framing, they're framing this idea of queer baiting as if it's this. uh, That's the problem. Place of honor that gay people, this is for you. I feel like it's not gay people that Mm. are behind it. I don't feel like the agenda is uh, pure. Yeah, I've read like a really interesting take on how queer baiting is not something that one person does to another or like a group of people it's like the idea or like the force behind some kind of production like tv or movie you know it does feel like it's very much we we want you to consume this content and so we are going to appeal to like the queer community or whatever you know community and be like yeah like hey there's gay people in here or they do gay stuff like so you should watch it because I mean, and I'll watch it, but I'm not going to meet this dude, so it doesn't matter to me if you are or if you're not. I know. Like, you... Okay, like, no one owes anyone anything. Like, that's my kind of philosophy in life. Like, even if you are a celebrity, like, it's not your fucking business. Right? Your sexuality is not your business. You don't owe anyone anything. Isn't there some uh, responsibility to the fan, the individual, to just go, well, I really like them, and now I'm mad at them for being something that I decided that they are? It's just this very narcissistic way to look at it. I think fans are so weird, and people that look up to celebrities are so weird. Like, you don't know these people. These people don't exist on the same plane as, like, quote-unquote normal people. Like, so whatever you think... And this isn't about visibility. Yeah, whatever you think, like, you know about celebrities... You don't. You don't. And it's usually calculated... or it's usually someone else that is behind the scenes. It's not even them, you know, yeah, like yeah. everything has to be just like PR, very well director, thought of. All of that, yeah. yeah. And so like, yeah, we don't know if he's bisexual or not. Yeah. Maybe he just did that to like to get them off his back. Yeah. Create well, yeah. this like buffer. Like also yeah, there, yeah. there are people that would say one of the best ways to advertise your show nowadays is controversy as opposed yeah. to yeah. something and, positive. So. And that's why I feel like queer baiting is yeah. a new thing. Tanner, as uh, as someone who's more progressive, but you identify as heterosexual. If you look in on something like this, which is, you know, being shown or they're saying it's the gay community is really pissed off. How do you process something like this? He's so like, y'all it, are first. Because I've been, because <laughs> I've been, I've been, you know, looking at it and I've, I've been reading about it. Um, because so queer baiting that I, that's a phrase I became familiar with um, a few years ago because uh, Netflix had the the Voltron series they did. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, they did a Voltron reboot yep. and. Queer baiting became the popular phrase for that because uh, one of the main characters was revealed later on to be gay. Yeah. Um, and it was, and there were some people who were like, "Oh man, that's so cool, Voltron having a gay character." And then other right. people were just like, "We're we're throwing around the term queer baiting, saying you know maybe that's just them trying to get in, trying to get the audience in." Right. Um, and then it, and then I was just like, "Well, so is Voltron good or bad? I don't know." <laughs> right. Like, do we hate it for this or do we like it? Yeah, because I was I'm like, well, isn't it cool that we have a that we have a queer character on a right. on a kids show like yeah. from a beloved franchise? And people are like, well, it just seems disingenuous. And I'm, you know, this, this, this is the part of being an ally because I'm like, I'm like, which side am I supposed to be on? Right. In yeah. These cases like exactly because, you know, there's times where I do see the community and like I, I look at things like this happening and. I kind of feel bad for this kid because he, he's, only, he's only 18. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I don't and think he for one second thought this was going to be a thing, that he was going to have to go yeah. fight people who say they're his fans. Like, he, he, he took a job, you know, and 
because you and I, we've even discussed, um, you and I have discussed a, you know, a, a straight, a straight actor taking on, yeah. you know, a, a queer role. Right. And how there's a lot of roles I've wanted to take on that I have not because right. of reactions like this. Like, yeah. what if I were, because um, I've, I've wanted to do the boys in the band. That's one of my <sighs> dreams. Such a great, yeah. But it's, but I'm scared because if I do it, you know, I'm going to come out and meet people and then I'm, I, I'm, I'm scared to admit that I'm straight to them if right. I were to do this. Right. Because yeah. they, they would be like, you know, how, how I, it's the same reason why I, why, why I fought uh, trying to get into drag for so long. Cause I felt like yeah. I wasn't allowed. Right. And um, then there is this, and that's part of this, uh, I guess I would consider part of the f- fans who take so much ownership in the end it's because let's first of all be smart because i think where people assume pr people assume hollywood assumes all audience members are stupid (laughs) right because what is happening (laughs) when this happened is it really about the this gay guy playing a straight guy or straight guy playing a gay guy because uh, let's be honest if it was the other way if it was a a gay guy playing a straight guy, the gay community would be like, oh, that's great. Let's applaud. That is such a progressive well, Neil, Neil Patrick Harris forward. has been doing that in his career for how long? Doing yeah. what? Playing, oh, being... playing a straight man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Barney on How I Met Your Mother was... The ultimate womanizer? Yes, the ultimate womanizer. And so I feel like let's not be dumb. Let's not act like it's about representation because there are moments when we do need to fight that fight. But this whole bullshit about outing people because how dare you, you know, dare play you a straight. gay person, <laughs> right? It's That's the problem I have. And is it giving the right, in the queer community, are we giving the right kind of uh, example to the heterosexual world around us? It's something that I've been frustrated about. for, and I, I think we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. where it's... Uh, the queer community doesn't know always what they want because they yeah. want everybody to be treated equal and they want it to not be a big deal what you identify as, but you yeah. also need to tell us exactly what you identify as so we can know yeah, how to exactly. treat you like you don't identify yeah. like that's We need to put you a in a box and I need to decide if I hate you or but not. Don't tra- but don't, don't, don't treat me like I'm in a box. Exactly. But, exactly. So it's this weird dichotomy of... <laughs> of making sure you have someone labeled and you know how to file them, but also yeah. bullying yeah. them if they do that in the wrong, the wrong exactly. way while just doing their job. Well, and, and let's be honest, there's nothing new under the sun, of course. Uh, I mean, I was just complaining about Madonna coming out as gay, and I was like, wait, didn't that happen 20 years oh ago? Um, with a thing, but it's apparently to a new generation. And even she admitted <laughs> in an interview that, yes, I did this in the 80s as well. So it's a thing, but just like this, uh, he's a serious talk show host. He's also been in the media forever. His name is Michelangelo Signorelli. And he made a big name for himself because 20 years ago, he would go around because he had been in Hollywood and out people because he felt they needed to be outed. Like, and that was a huge controversy. Like, what gives this man the right to go out and say, I know this person is gay because of X, Y, and Z, and I feel like they should be doing more for the gay community. So he goes, so it's the same conversation. We've been here before. But it's interesting to see the reactions are different. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Outing people, in my opinion, people come out in their time when they're comfortable and we need to respect that journey. Right. Now, if Kit Kit Connor was actively doing horrible things and trying to make gay people... You know, it's like, look at the facts, people. He played... A fictional character. Well, people think he did a social crime by not by 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 yeah acting. I, yeah, I guess acting yeah. like he was a sexuality that he wasn't, or that's what they thought, right? You know, it, and I. But you keyword right there. He was acting. That's so crazy. You know what I mean he's he's gonna act like he's something he's not, like an actor. Well, that's weird. You're telling me Andy Circus isn't a hobbit that wants the ring? <laughs> Come on. Exactly. <laughs> that makes no... It's a weird... We're in a weird space. I've said it on the show before. We want to be... The goal is that we shouldn't give a shit about this, that people should be people. We're not there yet. Obviously, we can't just jump to that. But this is... This queer baiting thing is pissing me off and it's getting old. It's. I think it's mostly just like gatekeeping and like who yeah. gets to be in control of whatever information or, right. you know, like your identity. I don't know. Yeah. It's total bullshit. It like, is. It's a, it's a construct. Yeah. It's a construct of Hollywood. Yes. L- Cause let's be honest, Harry Styles 
whether he came out as straight tomorrow or gay, doesn't matter because I'm going to be in love with him no matter what. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? He's hot. He's great. He's comfortable with himself. So at the very least, he is a more progressive human if he's straight because it doesn't matter to him. And you know what's crazy is, like, for example, uh, Lil Nas X came yeah. out how many years ago now? It's, yeah. It's um, been like five, six He's still being bullied oh, because yeah. people say, "Oh, are you a top or a bottom? Tell us I now. Know. We we need to know that." Yeah, and it's now like, that's why the do new you thing. need to know it's that. Like, it, he's okay, being so not accused of not being gay enough, and that also happens in you know, Hollywood of like, "Oh, yeah. you're not, you know, <laughs> black enough. You're not yeah. Asian enough." So he's wearing yeah. pink chaps and a it, pink cowboy hat, but that's not gay enough. Him? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's a, it's ridiculous. That, and that that reminds me of another thing that Jonathan and I were talking about: how uh, John Barrowman, yeah. Uh, once auditioned, he auditioned to play Will on Willing Ray. Yeah. And he didn't get the role because they told him you weren't gay enough in the yeah. audition. And I'm like, this is John Barrowman. Exactly. They give it to the straight guy. And you're like, then you can't. You, you told John Barrowman he wasn't gay yeah. enough. Have they not seen Broadway? I mean, he is the gayest you can get. And I love it. And he's fabulous. Oh, my gosh. It, but what? Yeah. Uh, and in the end, I think we're being brought I think what people don't understand is the fandom and everybody were being used as a pawn in this marketing scheme. And in the end, do we care about this? Like, don't come and do take away my, it's the whole thing. Don't take away my job. (laughs) Uh, It's not, listen, of all, we've had a a, a much better time of it as, uh, as gay men. And yes, we had to fight to get there, but I think we're okay. And there are a lot of other groups that we need to be more, it's way, yeah, it gets a little more out of hand and we maybe need to recognize our privilege at this moment. Well, and I think, I mean, there's so much that goes into um, the creation. So it's not just the actors that should be held accountable, which like, who knows how much control they have over, but like being in a predominantly like white male um, space for a lot of the time. And if you go back into Hollywood history, like that's all it was, all of that stuff. It was very bad back then. Like it it is all these like old white men, these producers, these directors, um, these like other executives who, who've been like in control of like who gets the airtime and and who doesn't so molding old straight old straight white men directing young straight white men yeah and then and then they'll have a cute Mm -hmm. feature of someone of you know someone of color like as just a fun little thing go wrong at all yeah exactly we get here i mean and then i mean all the secrets that come out as hollywood goes on i think about brendan fraser's story a lot and how uh, a big Hollywood producer thought they had a right to put their hands on him in very sexual ways. Mm-hmm. And that's, that story goes on. Here's the thing. We are allowing Hollywood to tell us what to think when it should be. We should know what to think on our own. And then Hollywood, in the end, is forced to reflect that. Mm-hmm. But it's not how the system works. Do I think that's going to happen tomorrow? No. But in the meantime, stop being a dumbass and go after these poor actors and make them tell you that they're... And then when they say they're gay, it's not enough for us. Now we want to know, how do you fuck? None of your business. How You know, what goes yeah. on in this in your bedroom? I don't understand why we have this new... Oh, it's not new, I guess. It's not but new. This, yeah, this, we think that we deserve mm-hmm. to know. Well, that there's a whole career field of bugging people and, and, and spying on them and, and digging into their personal life. Right. It's like a billion, you know, billion dollar industry yeah. of just, just exactly. bothering oh. people in their personal life. Yeah. Like well, celebrity blogging became a huge thing out of nowhere because people like Brett Helton. Exactly. And I just remember thinking, why does this guy make all this money when all he's right. doing is trashing celebrities? Yeah. And then as he got more and more notoriety, people came after him and he didn't like it. Well, it's the, it's the boiled pure essence of what Hollywood's been doing since the yeah. news has been a thing, you know, yeah. really, really bugging celebrities about their personal life. Yeah. But now when you have the internet and you have that, that, that instant access to it, it just is it on steroids. Yeah, yeah. it is. And I think yeah. it, that also like, creates the monsters of social media has created fans that do think they have a right to bully the people they look up to into telling me, you need to be able to look, listen, pull up the, uh, your, earphones or whatever you're listening on you need to be able to watch a fictional show and if you love the story love it for the story 
and then move the fuck on. It's I've I've heard uh, people encountering celebrities where it's almost like a um, a politician. I pay your paycheck, right? <laughs> so you owe me answers. Exactly, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like that's not how this works. And honestly, I wish they would think more like that when we're looking at politicians. Politicians work for us. Don't let them tell you what to do if you disagree. Mm-hmm. Stars, on the yeah. other hand, that are in our media, they don't work for you. Like you, your vote is giving money or not giving money, and that is the extent of it. Leave them alone. And also, on the also, other hand, you create horrible people. Some of these celebrities you want to believe are nice. Some of them aren't nice, but it's because you've cre- given them a world they didn't earn or deserve. Mm-hmm. Don't meet your heroes. Mm-hmm. You don't. Don't don't meet your heroes as a true yeah. statement. Unless it's me. I, Can I be your you hero? Know. And then it's fine. <laughs> you are my hero, John. Oh, see? That's all I wanted to hear. Hey, actually, and you know what? My dad likes you, too. Wow. Oh. I'm a, hey, but, I've but grown. Hello to Tanner's did I, dad. Did I ever tell you that story? No. Oh, but okay. do tell. So, <laughs> I, now, because I, I rabbit hole, I apologize. I'm talking about this. So, when we did our, our play, yeah. um, for for context for everyone listening um johnny played a character named johnny i did and he was like a frank sinatra wannabe exactly <laughs> yes true to life and so i played a like, straight man <laughs> oh my god yes. i know it's over and, and it's what's funny is that i remember like i was sitting with my dad and he was talking about the show and he's like man i really like that johnny guy and he's like, what's his name? I, and I'm like, Johnny. And he's just like, he's like, well, he's really cool. I, I bet he's a ladies man outside of the show. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. My my husband at the time wouldn't and, think so much. <laughs> and I, I I was just like, well, women are very comfortable around him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Like, they don't feel threatened at all. It's very, it's very weird. It's very and, at ease. And then I... And then I told him, I'm like, well, Dad, Johnny's actually, I'm like, Johnny's gay. My dad's just like, wow. Well, he's a really good actor. Right? Yeah, because my character was such a sleaze. He tried to sleep with everybody oh. in the show. Yeah. And this is my thing. This oh, is yeah. always, he, the, there's two characters I've ever played that made me feel like an actor. I played a woman in Chicago, Mary Sunshine, and I played Johnny Cantone in the 1940s Radio Hour, who was very straight and just a horrible, really, just a horrible drunk uh, womanizer. So, oh well, tell tell your dad hello. <laughs> I will. My favorite scene from that though, like real quick, was the scene where your character is just sloshed, and I oh, have yeah. to wrangle you yes. back to yeah. your seat. And like our stage work, I mean, the whole second half of that show, <laughs> I I had no lines in that second half of the show. I'm yeah. just like the stage manager character, but I got to do so much stage work, and yeah. I was we we had an amazing cast who. We did, just and it was so a lot fun. of fun. And acting drunk, uh, I was a method actor, so I just got drunk. <laughs> and so it was totally fine. But, I mean, that is a good point it also, and it does tie in. Let me bring it back around like a good good host. Um, I played a very, very hyper-sexualized, uh, heterosexual man. And so there's this mm-hmm. whole conversation was, what should I be allowed to do those things? Should an actor be allowed to act and i feel like someone like oh see hey this is where your job comes in um (laughs) who is the gay guy who's like he's in sinner which is on netflix uh i think he's hot as fuck he was in white uh what is it white give him information to look up that's just your opinion (laughs) (laughs) no no i gave him the name of a show oh okay Um, (laughs) he's he is absolutely beautiful uh that helps too uh married to producer matt bomer matt bomer There it is. Yeah, and look what's going on with he has an interesting career. He is very successful, but it's almost like he had to earn the right to play heterosexual parts. Because for a while because he did mm-hmm. so well in suits, he was great at that, or it was in white something, I don't know. And he was something on a, a on a cable collar. channel. White collar. Uh on a channel I didn't yeah. watch. He played a heterosexual guy. Then then it came out that he was gay, and then he was only being offered gay roles. <laughs> forever and then something happened where people were like oh you know what he's a pretty good actor let's let it was like he had to get through that gate of now let's let him play straight guys and now for the last little bit it's been straight and i'm like doesn't i want to see a good actor you know what i mean yeah and if okay. they tell if, the story yeah. of a right. gay guy i'm great. right right great yeah what were you saying Tanner? 
Oh, I was going to say, like, Matt Bomber, if you want to see him play straight really well, uh, Magic Mike uh, XXL. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Oh, yeah, I'll say if you want to see him, you know, in the nothing. He, it's worth it, except you don't see him. I, I remember I watched that with my friend, and she, she didn't know anything about it. And she's watching that with me, and he oh. starts, and there's this scene where he's just wooing this woman, yeah. and it's this beautiful moment. And my friend is just like, "Oh my god, he's so hot." Oh yeah. And I go, "Yeah, you'd never." And I'm like, "You'd never believe he was gay." And she's just like, "He is." And she was right? so upset the rest of the night. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. your heart is always broken when a very attractive yes. man is. <laughs> yeah, know? I like feel I the same of, way when I meet a, friend, a straight guy, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. you were so cute." Like, yeah, what a bummer. Work. <laughs> Uh, Garcia from Criminal Minds was was a lesbian yeah. in real life, and I was like, oh, right. So where does it come for a conversation like this, where we're like, oh yeah, it's sad that, and then all of a sudden someone takes it serious to the point of now they're mad at that person. Right. That's the hard part for me, you know, when looking at that. Laura, as a as a, a heterosexual cis queer, is that yes. better? Yes. As a queer cis woman of color, and you look at something like this. What is it? You know, gay guys fighting over. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> and I'm sorry that I did a very bad thing and I miss. Uh, no, it's fine. You, but uh, yeah. okay. But I mean, yeah, that's what, you know, a lot of people think. And I've only been with men and mm-hmm. I have like, I have thought about that. And I've thought about that with um, Harry Styles and other yeah. people who like, quote unquote, have been questioned about their sexuality and haven't been like straightforward one way or another but like haven't also dated someone of like the same sex does mm-hmm. that still mm-hmm. validate whatever they're saying right does that know? invalidate them because yeah, yeah like i'm i'm pan i think i think everyone's hot <laughs> right. sorry about <laughs> right, it right. Uh, but i've only <laughs> been with men so like does that make me less of a pansexual right you know, like is a pansexual person come to you and say wait well, you actually can't be in our club oh because, well, and, the, and that's dumb the yeah. the the stupid thing for a while was uh bisexual people were treated something similar where what do you they, for a while it's still happening now yeah. less a little bit less yeah. now still just about Agreed. as bad where it was it was validating either oh well they've only been with women so they you know yeah or they've only oh, okay you know they're probably just gay and they're just walking up yeah the, this the is their stepping to, stone it, it, yeah. it's it's invalidating yeah. who someone identifies you know what someone yeah. identifies as in a really condescending way it's, it's it is it, it happens with basically everybody nowadays except gay yeah guys. and why and that's the thing i think all of this, we have to stop and go, how are we treating each other? Because it's pretty shitty. What makes me think, I, sh- I mean, listen, we've been talking about it uh, in different ways through the centuries. What gives me the right to be over other another group of people? What gives me the right to say, I'm going to tell you what I deem, that's the problem. And it's been the problem for centuries. You don't have a right to tell another group of people how they should identify and what they should do because of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. La- yeah. Lars over here. You, they, that I like the little, oh, fuck yeah, the sassy attitude mm-hmm. right over here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. This getting lost in, the, in the, the trees of it all is exactly what Hollywood politicians, all of them want you to do. But let's look at how we're being kind of shitty people. Kind of. Yeah. 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 I, I think everyone's shitty. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And I'm just going to do that. That's going to be my level. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's going to be how I how I do things. Um, as we wind. See, I, 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 go ahead. Go well, ahead. I was going to say, in me being in like the nerd and geek culture, I witness shitty behavior constantly. Mm-hmm. Oh, for so. sure. I Can I tell you that I think the hottest thing is a, is a gay nerd. I just wanted to say that. Hottest thing ever. But it is a, it's a community that, that also has their own uh, issues. Well, there's, a, there's, a, lot of, uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of sexism in the, uh, yeah, a lot sure. of yeah. sexism in the yeah. geek community. Oh, and, yeah. Um, Still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still. When, it, when it comes to really any genre of geek you can think of, whether it be, you know, a video game nerd or a movie oh. nerd or, you know, a book nerd Comic or what book, have you, yeah. it, it's, uh, in my experience, it is still, there's a lot of ground to be, you know, uh, covered there. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to stop getting yeah. lost in what we're told that we're mad about and look at what is actually happening when we, how we express that anger and why. Why are you expressing it? Why are you going after Kit Connor? Why is, does he matter to you because you saw him on a Netflix show? What is the real issue here? And maybe if we start dealing with those things, we'll start maybe progressing a little better as a culture and as, as individuals, which is the other thing. Work on yourself. 
you the only person you really have uh, autonomy over is you so maybe you don't be a dick and it will if, if we all decide how not to be dicks then the world gets better but making it someone else's fault being it's your fault that i'm pissed off about this then nothing gets solved in my mm -hmm. in my opinion i want to say i the the show is never long enough for me but but i most people don't want to hear me for five hours I mean, they should, but they don't. <laughs> but I want to thank everybody in this room for, for putting forth the effort and being on this show. Uh, we appreciate you. Obviously, we do this like rotating door every few months. We just want people back. So uh, we'll see you again, I have no doubt. Lara might say yes again. Oh, anytime. Drink some, though, because apparently that's what it takes. <laughs> just drink. It's okay. <laughs> Laura doesn't go get drunk. Did I, did I commit to that again? I guess I really should have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm also a method actor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Tanner, we're going to definitely put up uh, some of the amazing photos that you do. It is my goal to, f to get you in that industry because I've never seen anything I like see it. Those photos. <gasps> They're so good. Well, well, thank you. well here's one here. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm put gonna, it in the video. I'll put them in post. That's yeah. right, because I keep forgetting there's videos around us, so I'm going to look like a lunatic, like I always do. <laughs> and here's one here. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, Tanner, I'm, I know it's I'm like... Kind of excited. Huh? I was just saying, I'm kind of excited to see which ones you pick. There's so many I, good ones. I don't have much of an opinion of my own work. <laughs> it, they're good. We will, we will, you know, like a, a good individuals tell you what you should think. <laughs> oh these are your best <laughs> but there's so, yeah see oh, sometimes i'm like oh you're so good um <laughs> no this is what we love to do tanner today thank you for taking time uh being in a whole another time zone and everything so make oh, no problem at all make oklahoma and claremore amazing again i always almost use I, trump's thing but that's not what i'm going for <laughs> I, I was i was you know i i heard you go in there and i'm like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly don't do don't go don't go but keep making it and, as progressive as, as, as you do as many as many bumper stickers around town say don't tread on me I, oh, yeah geez. yeah wow listen yeah it's a thing We're, we'll do a, a field a trip to we'll do a field trip to oklahoma we will leave fast and scared but it'll be fun I oklahoma i love you you have a special place in my heart uh, especially Tulsa, but it's going to be amazing. And I have family here. So uh, Tanner, thank you so much. And we will be in touch soon. I'll let you know when your pictures are up for the masses to see. Awesome. Thank awesome. you very much. And thank you for having me on. And it, it, it's been, this is, this is a blast. Like, oh, this is legitimately you. a wonderful time. Um, I, 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 I hope to be in that rotating, that, that uh, revolving door. You are always welcome you back. Mentioned. We like to be, you know, we like to keep our, our we circle keep the good growing. Ones. Yeah, we keep the good ones. Yeah. We won't tell the people who aren't. Thank you ones. very much. <laughs> thank you. Have no, a wonderful and, night. And, yes. Yeah, I, I, you too. Thank you very much for having me on. And I look forward to coming back. Oh, and Tanner's going to see us. So but I'm going to wave at the camera for, for him over here. I love it. Thank you, sir. And uh, I will. Uh, we will be in touch soon. Have a wonderful night. For everybody right. listening, you know that we drop the show every Tuesday. Sometimes we actually physically do drop it. Uh, every Tuesday at thequeercentric.com. Uh, you can check out the podcast. And now, thanks to the illustrious uh, Tom, he makes us look good on film. I uh, Yeah, I, I put together our first video version it's of the episode. Good. Yeah. Um, they went through a weird thing where they were changing how you could look up our channel. So <laughs> now we have the, the uh, shortcut. It's at the Queer Centric. Um, that was up in the air for a minute. Now you can go and visit that. I'm sure right. we'll have it linked everywhere. It's going to be on the website. Yes. If you go to our social media, it'll be the tag at the top. It's fun to watch it uh, and see what's happening as it's going. But this is what I have to say. This is also, I have to give props. I looked at, I was watching some of the footage. I was like, Tom, we look like we're in a Noxzema commercial. <laughs> Our skin is so perfect, so that's also why I'm That actually I'm took grateful. more time to figure out than the editing of the episode. It's make, like, making us look good. There was some close-ups, and uh, we had to fix your skin. That's, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, again, please go catch it. You can catch all past episodes, uh, and you can peruse our website that has uh, lovely articles and reviews, and it's a lot of fun. So, until next time, kids. Bye. Bye.